0: Good morning. Good to be together this morning. Just <clears throat> a verse I was uh, thinking about the other night. <clears throat> Maybe it'll help us get started this morning. Um, is that verse where Paul is talking about one, one, one plants, one sows and on other waters? And God is the one that brings the increase. You know, we talk a lot about um, that we can't do this work, which we can't. But there is a part that it's up to us to fulfill. Um, God is not gonna. Brother Bill says, God is not gonna tie your shoes for you. Uh, he does uh, expect to, uh, us to, uh, to give of what what He gives us back to Him. Um, and uh, it says, um, uh, <clears throat> just a quick line here. Now He He that planted and He that watered are one. I was thinking about this because we were talking about all the different areas that we're involved in. Um, many other things didn't get brought up. Um, but the important thing is that it doesn't matter where you are. The important thing is that your are unity um, in Him. Um, that you're doing it for the Lord. Um, <laughs> You know, the area of your work, your talent, whether you have it or not, um, really doesn't matter that much. Um, What matters is that you are one with your brother and that you are one with your God when you're sowing and when you're giving. Um, That's uh, that's the thing that God is looking at. And then verse nine, I wanna skip a little bit, it says, for we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. You are God's building. You know, that's, that's the thing that God is doing is, we're, we're building the one thing that we cannot build, is his building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another build it there, thereon. But let every man, and I think Ted spoke about this the other morning, let every man take heed how he builds thereupon. You know, that's uh, the one thing that it's our responsibility today is to take heed how we build on this house, because this house is a special house. Um, it's a unique building that God is building, and we don't know how to build it, but we need to take heed when we're building. How we build, how we behave ourselves, how, how we treat one another. Uh, because, uh, you know, if you keep reading it, it says that every man's work is going to be tried. And either it'll be burned or your work is going to remain. And, you know, we want to be the kind of builders that build to last. And the only way to do that is by taking heed how we build. And God gives us the tools that we need in order to build the right kind of building, yeah, right. amen. So we, we can be excited that we're, we're co-laborers with him. You know, this, it's actually an awesome, it's an awesome project that God called us to be a part of the best building there's ever going to be, that is going to last forever. I mean, what lasts forever? Nothing else that we know lasts forever, but his house will last forever. And we are a part. We have been invited to be a part of that work. So that, that is exciting, even on a Saturday morning like this, that we are called to such, you know, a project. We get excited about projects. This is a good one to be excited about this morning, amen. Lord, we thank you for, for your presence today, Lord. Thank you that you're with us, Lord. Ask you to, uh, to touch us, Lord, to be here with us, to minister to us, Lord. Uh, be with the Greers as uh, they're coming back, Lord. Be with all the other different needs here, Lord, that you would strengthen each one, Lord, to, to do your work, Lord. Be with Kathy today. Lord, continue to minister to her. Be with Renee, Lord. Thank you for Patrick's surgery, Lord, and as for the recovery time, Lord, and all these needs, Lord, we know that it's by your hand that we're touched, Lord, and by your hand that we can move on, Lord. We thank you for that, and... Thank you for your presence this morning. Amen.
1: Lord's going to have to streamline things here because there's a trip in an hour. So, that ties into what I'm thinking, anyway. Planning ahead. Uh, let's see, let's see. We were k- somewhat kidding, but with pretty evident that. Uh, What Fabian opened up with was resonated, like we could almost close there. So the word comes to my mind, circumcision here. I'm going to cut this short, hopefully. Um, But I do feel like this this is where we are as a people. And um, I see some smiles at that word. But frequently, less is better. In most things, not more is better. Than less, <laughs> if you think about it. Um, say what you need to say. Keep it tight. Um, anyway, but, but there's a warning in the spirit here for all of us it, it, to really take heed to how we build on, upon God's house, Fabian said. It's His house, and it, and it, as he was saying that I was reminded. I I said this before. I was um, reminded of Gary Snows when he was speaking. The Lord impressed upon him. You know, when he looked at his wife. That, that the Lord said, that's, you see her? That's, that's my bride. And you better, you better be careful how you sew and how you treat her. Because she's my property. And when we really have that kind of an awareness and esteem, for the body and for God's building. And sometimes it doesn't look good. There's no motivation at times. There's no, when something gets started, it's easy to, you know, when there's a project gone, it's like, it's, it's easy to build. But some, sometimes God requires us to make an investment in his building far ahead of any seemingly uh, obvious reward when it does not look good. You know, the, the relationships that you have built here, once they're established, it's like that, you know that, that that's really what's eternal. Fabian said there's a lot, of, we get behind a building project and it's, and I don't, I think we need to in the natural. I mean, I, I have been overextending, obviously. I'm, I, I'm sure some of you are aware of that. Been trying to finish up stuff out that outside projects and been doing some work on this cabin. There's a wedding coming up. But, um, and and things need to get done here, okay? In the natural, I value more than ever just things that people do to keep this thing going. And we we have seen that and that's resonated here in the spirit with the recent reports we've heard that, that we need to be aware of what every joint is supplying. And you may not be getting a lot of spotlight, but don't diminish or demean whatever effort, whatever contribution you, you make. Is that right? Wherever you're sewing. Uh, but we understand, that. I understand with all the projects that I've been trying to get done, that uh, the real building project, and, and, the, and, and with that not to neglect the real building project in God's house here and how we deal with each other and how we sow to the body anyway and uh, he didn't read this or maybe he did but the the reasons we don't I think uh, and make the investment in in this body you ever notice when you're out of sync with God or when you neglect your relationship with God one of the first things that takes place is is uh, it's very easy to uh, disregard the body and His workmanship, and it's very easy to become critical. If, if you find yourself continually um, criticizing or tearing down somebody, it's probably a good indication that you're not in sync with your Father, your Heavenly Father. You cannot be in concert with God and, and really um, in submission to, to Him and at the same time, tear down his building. Please hear that. We are kidding ourselves if we think we can. But he says here, um, the reason we don't is, is, did you read this in 1 Corinthians 3? <clears throat> You're, you are carnal for whereas there, uh, among you there is envying and strife still. And I think that's, that's really a source of, um, of tearing down You and I will never so, we will not make the proper investment if we are focused on ourselves, And that's the source of envy. When you think about yourself and you start comparing, and it's hard hard at times to see others blessed. And others, when God is featuring somebody else, when something positive is happening with somebody else, and, and where am I? And that's not, that, that can't be our emphasis, you know. Watch the envying, watch the strife. It, you, you and I will never build, will not make the proper investment in God's house when there's envy and strife and, and, and jealousy, right? That's a big divider. and It's very divisive. And when you're jealous of somebody, you're not quiet about it. You, you, somebody else hears about it. And that's where we got to have enough stuff in us to, to check one another at those times. But it goes on. This is something David. Maybe he'll he'll conclude with this because he said he he spoke on this. Verse seven it says, and I'm talking about why we don't make the proper investment in God's building. So then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but is God. And and that's something. <laughs> How many of us really want to aspire to that, to that high calling? To, to see ourselves as, as nothing? Regardless of what I do, I, I, I can't take credit for anything. And I, and I appreciate the, co- the uh, encouragement to do my part because God isn't gonna tie my shoes. There are some things he just will not do. You know, there's a co-laboring aspect that, that we're talking about. What's in, Whatever is in your power to do, you do that and God will do the rest. But anyway, um, I said this a couple days ago, I guess it was about, um, maybe it was Wednesday. You know, just in, in the recent trip in Pennsylvania just driving around and seeing the house, various houses that my dad built and how growing up I never, Understood it or had any appreciation for it, but but those homes are still standing. You know, the house that I live in it, that I, I, we built when I was uh, maybe in high school. I guess it was. It was remodeled. You look at the door, the the trim still together. It's still, is still standing, and that really brought honor. I mean, that, I can see my dad. You know, just the honor that that would have brought you know, to to be able to see your workmanship still standing. And I would say today any, the true honor and the true glory, if if I could use that, is found in the investment that we make in one another. You know, and that's, I'm so thankful for the project of the gym. I mean, it's like, that's over and above. Okay, and and it's like, it's something we've wanted for years. I mean, we ought not, we ought to, ought to understand that that's that God uh, providing for that. Yeah. Yes. We, we you know we can't find our way there. We just know we have a need and just yeah. you know already that the, the uh, back in the day we taught PE and it's like you you long for a building like this. Yes. It's not even finished and and PE's over there every day and it's like that's wonderful. That's what it's there for. Probably have to move them out a little bit once we continue. Uh, Sheet rocking over there when that starts. But, but we know the real investment is in God's b- building. And that's what's eternal. This, this stuff is temporal. Anyway. Um, and this thought came to me when uh, Fabian was speaking. You know, where, where did he... Where did, what you heard this morning possibly came from three or four days of pumping septic and talk about aspiring to be nothing. Honestly, that's what I thought. It's like, it's, it's, where does the guy get, maybe he, just what came out of that was it just the heart of God,
2: yeah. you
1: know? And it's like, where, where's it, where does he get the time for that? Well, he just, he's just doing what's before him, you know, with him and Tim, others may be out there long hours on the road, but that's an indication of aspiring to be nothing. Been three days in the in the in the belly of a whale. <laughs> Some graphic pictures come to mind years back when we had to we this thing got clogged up and we had to get down in and actually I we I didn't <laughs> was it Larry Huddle Huddle or somebody the septic pumper had to actually get down in and clean clean things out. Anyway, we'll move on quickly. <laughs> um, In a nutshell, you know, it, it, it's no uh, coincidence that, that the way we live and, and the way, <laughs> where we're located, our tails are tied together. And it's a nine o'clock trip. You have to make that trip if you want to get out early. You're not gonna, he's not going to be coming back at 9.15 for you. So there's a lot of planning. It takes place. I mean, it's like it can be wearisome at times. If you're not a planner, obviously, and, and <clears throat> um, you can see what you, what you or my lack of planning sometimes creates a crisis for somebody else. You ever notice that? Like just you, living here, it's like you can't fly by the seat of your pants. You can't impulsively just decide to do something and expect somebody else to make it happen. I mean, I, I wasn't here for Amy's, I mean, uh, Rachel's announcement, but I think we, we need to have grace and mercy for the, those kind of people that, like, for instance, that cover the vehicles and just approach them, not with a demanding tone, but realize they're, they're God's servants, and it's like they get a, they get a lot of requests. Anyway, um, but there is a need for planning. Can I suggest today... Um, that we that that we plan ahead to build the house is what. If you don't, what comes naturally? If you don't, if you're not in that frame of mind to catch yourself, in, and sometimes the best building that we can do in this house is to is to exercise the power of restraint. Sometimes it just begins with not, not criticizing, and not not pat, not not verbalizing your judgments, right? But like anything, just it's like we need an app for it. We I like the apps, um, but you know we need a sign-up app for for building the house. Like I'm okay, I know I think this, but my app says I need to say something otherwise. And sometimes if you can't say something positive, the the best thing you can do, I can do, is to exercise restraint. That's in my power, to to not let my tongue just run free. That can be a plague. Just people running their mouth. And uh, and we all can be guilty at times. Anyway... um, And you can see where, we're, uh, as a people here, this is this is timely, I think, because it's coming out of the the heart of, of each other here. With all the need, I don't think that there's hardly any family structure here, and, and that that doesn't have severe need or major need that you're dealing with, whether it be just some just children or what what everybody most everybody has, if you you know. Something, what's on your heart, you can share a pretty substantial burden. Dawn.
2: Um, this is kind of strain, but
1: I was praying this morning. I got woken up, and I was just started praying through every family here. Yeah. There is not a single family that I can see that isn't being yeah. afflicted yeah. physically, yeah. at least physically, yeah. in some manner or way. Yeah. And other areas, that's not even counting other areas. Every... I, I challenge yeah. you, can you, yeah. anybody find anybody who's not being affected yeah. by yeah. something serious? Every one of us. One thing comes to mind. Um, I was quite challenged by someone close to my family, little person, and... And I just was reminded how one of the regrets, if I had any regrets, was a vivid impression, memory. There's a lot of things I don't remember, but I remember this, when, when I was being pushed beyond my limits uh, with one of my little ones <laughs> and how I reacted. And it's like, ah, uh, I wish I could get that back. As yeah. we have children, it challenges to, uh, to the nth degree. And I'm talking, Little people. But, be, but take care. that That's an opportunity. I mean, it's just like, you, you can't tear down your children. You can't tear down your spouse. And be in agreement with God. You just can't. You can't do it. And those things, I think, will look back and it's like, oh, why did I say that? Why Find another approach, if need be, But for the Lord's sake, don't, 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 don't tear down, don't criticize your children. I mean, when it's in your power, I, I really believe there is a need for us to, to pull back our judgments, you know, and our criticisms. And I think if we really, if we give pause to the spirit, give place, you know, when the enemy comes in like a flood, we're flooded a lot with... Negativity at times. It's just so right there. But what, what, what raises up the standard? What, what turns it? Is the Spirit of the Lord giving pause. I can I, It's impossible for me to check the tide when the, the flood, it says, the flood of, in this case, negativity and criticism. But only by giving place to the Spirit and, and just pausing. It's like... And I value it. When I see somebody, I see the wheels turning in somebody. And I know they're probably thinking this, they're probably thinking that. Here we go again. I know how they think about me and I can't break out of that. They're going to start criticizing. You know, when somebody is giving pause to the spirit and they're checking them themselves, that, that, that is tremendous power. Power of restraint. But I think really... As easy it is to tear down. If, if we will give pause, perhaps we can find something positive about somebody. You understand? Like just, I don't mean making it up. I really believe that, that God is calling us, again, calling our attention to, to, to how we frame things. I think there was a word like that a couple weeks back or a line, take, and this is the same warning, take heed how we build upon this house, God's house. And that's true. <clears throat> we need to k- take care how we how we frame. There are things that are not in my power, but that is one that's in my power. How I frame, and how how am I framing my children? Right? How am I framing my spouse? It's choice, and a lot of times that's the turning point in a bleak situation. A turning point in that can be how you frame it. If you will hold somebody to the word of the Lord, regardless of what you see. Even before you see it, <laughs> that's a step up. But you, you'll say something that's encouraging even before you see it. And I, I know there are those here that, that bring a good report. And I'm, I am drawn to those. I work with somebody constantly that is like I have I don't know what Brother Abel says at home maybe I'll ask Adele but I think she probably would confirm like I, I I don't ever hear anything any criticism I mean like you have to find out what he really thinks about it so you have to really draw it out and I think that's built in him that's that is Christ he just assumed to that so it's like putting it on For some of us to start being positive and not critical, it's like this. You have put on Christ. Oh, I gotta put this on. It feels so, this feels comfortable, but I've worn it enough. But when you you put on Christ and you start trying to turn the tide, let's say, where you've been critical and you you have sewn to making judgments on each other, it feels so unnatural, but as you as you continue to putting it on, I'm putting it on today. It's just like getting it out of your closet, putting it on. I'm putting on Christ. I'm going to practice it, moving in Christ. I think that's what we're seeing in Brother Abel. I mean, it's like just it's been a life of sewing to God's people. Anyway, watch. Yes. Excellent. I know for myself, you know, just making sure thinking about this yeah um, where do you wait cuz sometimes don't You want to come up and, and so you can hear it. I, okay.
2: I was just thinking of that this week, because sometimes you don't even do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes something happens, or you run into something, or. And you you don't even do anything, and and nothing even happens. But you're like, God, what are you trying to say to me in this situation? Or what are you trying to put in me Mm -hmm. through this? Or what do you want for this kid that I don't even have? But just making that room for each other and Mm -hmm. and taking that time to actually say, God, please speak to me because I don't know what to do. Excellent.
1: I was working. Uh, this was late two nights ago, in um, on the theme of being of, of of being drawn to those that have that bring a good report, and adversely sometimes we we steer away or we shy away from. Let me see what's. It's like sometimes I can only handle so much negativity, right? It's like. A lot of problems. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear anymore. I'm <laughs> time out. But when someone is is uh, is really sewing in this respect, um, it make it makes a difference, and you notice. And I think you're drawn drawn to those people, right? But anyway, I, I got a call uh, from Diane Lawson. And she, she's probably listening, so I can't say anything that, that she would, I wouldn't want her to hear. But she listens to, her, to our services and sincerely uh, values the word that, that comes from here. But I've known her long enough, and she, has, she really has been dealt with. And, and sometimes her calls are not of the positive nature. She, she really tries to be careful. Anyway, she called. This is like 9 o'clock. Uh, this two nights ago, it would have been one o'clock her time. Uh, my gosh, you know I, I can 't always take the call, but I took the call, and I, I wasn 't certain what to expect, but I was pleasantly surprised that she wanted to convey that, that you know we have brought up a burden for Ben, her husband, and the guy has been through a lot and has been oppressed. Anyway, it's been a di- difficult time for their relationship, but but for whatever reason, there's a turnaround in him. Mm-hmm. It's like he's, it's like there is a change. Obviously, it's it's the work of God, and I'm I'm making a point on that today because it, that that I would have n- n- never guessed that. Not even though I've been praying for it, I just I would have been expecting a different report from such a a situ painful at t- for her. I just impossible this cannot change and yet here 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 it's like don't give up <laughs> when it looks impossible don't give up when you see the same thing coming back and you sewn to something and you see no ch- it's like you see the same thing oh is it ever going to change and here he's he is doing so well he's got a job and he's able to he's able really to furnish her needs and it's like that. I'm only saying it because that's the power of God at work in something that seems impossible. And here it was, turn, it was turned around. Aren't you thankful for the thing that you're, when you've sown to something and you, you didn't tear it down, you, you were part of co-laboring to see something flourish. And with that, you could pray for Diane. She, has, um, she had a facial surgery recently that she's still healing from, but her eyesight's been pretty impacted. She she can't really drive in any way. It's been a burden, but I, I thought that's that's really confirmation. You know, you think about Caleb and Joshua, and we I've said this before. We always see ourselves as, and want to see ourselves, but are we are we really willing to pay the price to have that kind of testimony that will stand in the in the you know two against ten, two against eight. Is that right? I'm a ten spies, twelve. Yeah. Two against ten. Thank you. I need some math lessons here. Um, but, but, but they risked a lot. Uh, when all the evidence was contrary. We're talking about someone that, that has seen and tasted and, and they observed the fruit and the, 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 the blessing and the bountifulness of God's goodness and his mercy and grace. Nevertheless, they came and they brought a bad report. How much do you need to see before you will bring a good report? If you're waiting for the evidence first, you may be, you may be waiting long. But there was two, and what was different in those guys, right? What, what did, what's it say? They had a different spirit. Okay, and we and Caleb and Joshua company, those that have a different spirit in spite of what we see. How are you doing with the giants? How? I'm making a point here because negativity holds influence. What happens with, with, they could not stand, two could not stand against the tide of negativity and everybody turned on, the whole, the, all of them basically. They went with the negativity because of the giants. What's your report about the giants? What are the giants? You know what a giant for me is? Our cell service, I have to admit. It's like, I find myself criticizing it. Hey, look what we used to have. I gotta reflect back. Lynn knows, (laughs) answered the phone over there. We were talking, you know, Doofendoc's talking for us To our family back, you know, way back. And then we had, you know, we got one phone for 100 people. It didn't work hardly at all. Anyway, you know, we've come a long way. But I don't like dropping a call or sending a picture and it's like an hour later you realize it never got sent. Or a giant, maybe your schedule changed. Whatever it is. What are the giants? In your in in your life, that that will cause you to bring an evil report. Can we turn that? Can we consider that, folks? And I've turned over a new leaf. You just read honestly. I have. I'm saying this because I've been working on it, and it's uh, 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 to try to to try to sow something positive, sincerely. And it's 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 not the fruit yet. It's still in. It's not a green leaf yet; it's in seed form. But I know I'm making an effort there, to to, to really to build. And I hope it's the work of Christ and not the work of me. And, uh, I'm not certain where it says, but as Paul says, if there's any encouragement in Christ, if there is any encouragement, and he goes on to say, you know, make my joy complete by being of the same mind. Is that right? Is there any if if there is any encouragement? Is there any encouragement in your life that you can emphasize, that you can consider, that you can that you can go with? Or, or is are we just swamped with negativity? I will conclude with this: um, it's, it's it's how God uh, frames things, and I, what comes to mind. And this is our job. I think, it, to, to consider, you know, the worlds were for, formed by things that were not yet. The Word of God framed the world by the, with the things that were not yet seen. And it's like you, you're your sowing and your investment starts when, there, when there's not a lot of support, when there's not a lot of reason or motivation or purpose. And God says, hey, start framing this situation according to the Word and not according to your carnal observation, right? But, but Gideon, it, it, what, you know, it's like, what did the angel say when he says, I am the least, you know, and we're being overrun by the Midianites, all this negativity. And I love I love God, because he, he heard all that, and what's he say next? Almighty man of valor. Yeah. Go in this might, you know, and the Lord's gonna bring victory. It's like that's God. That's the way He frames things, folks. He looks past where you and I are, and all the negativity, in spite of it. Right? Go in this might, O oh mighty man of valor. And then uh, when the prodigal son returns. And, and, and he, he felt underwater. He realized what he had done. It all came to him. And there was deep regret and the feeling of just there's no way to get back. Bridges out. And he, he came back and he said, I am no more worthy, right, to be called your son. I'll be as one of your servants. And what did the father do? Did he not see, did he not know how far his son had gone to squander in his lifestyle and everything about it? He didn't he just ignored it. I love God. He he ignored all the negativity. That's what it means to have a different spirit, to ignore all the negativity to bring a good report. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. I just like to leave us with that thought. That's, that's the nature and the heart of God to frame a situation according to the word of the Lord. God help us to, to, uh, to heed the warning here today in the spirit.
2: scripture, excuse me, about God causes the increase,
3: and I think Richard referred to it, and uh, it says, the next verse says, uh, one plants another waters, but neither is the one that plants or the waterer anything, uh, but God that gives the increase. I thought, you never see, like, I love... Um, my favorite time of year is harvest. There's only a couple things we do all together anymore. Yeah. We used to do everything together, and now there's only a couple things. And, and it's harvest, so it's potatoes or carrots, right? So, and there's such a, there's um, uh, always a sense, at least to me. Uh, if you don't feel this, just reject what I'm saying. There's always a sense of rejoicing because like, there's such like this amazing abundance. And I mean, we've done it for 40 years, yeah. but we're still amazed at the yeah. abundance and, and what you pull out of the ground, right? Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, oh my God, look at all these potatoes, yeah. right? Yeah. Look at all these carrots. And um, and I've never seen any of the farmers stand up on the wagon and beat their chest and say, I planted this stuff, <laughs> you know, or, you know, I, I watered. We struggle. Someone goes and turns on the... The pump for the irrigation, right, and and we keep the pipes, and you know, and then every year somebody runs over pipes and all that.
2: Right? It's a
3: sort of a frail system. I mean, and even the watering, you think all God has to do is provide some rain for a while, and everything, you know. Anyway, but, but um, I just want to make a point. I am making a point. Um, And that is, it's God that causes the increase. But I thought, there's another verse that's so important along with this. It's not that any of us, it says, uh, it's not that any of us beat our chests about what we're doing, but there is a place, and I thought this was the best thing about people sharing about things that were going on, was it invokes um, what it says in Philippians 2, In lowliness of mind, let let each esteem others... Better than themselves. I thought that is such an important ingredient uh, that must be injected and infused in the body here. And I thought what a, that was, a, that was the, what I thought was the best about different people sharing about things that, you know, the place has gotten so big that, you know, you need that because you don't know everything. And, and I thought the best thing is that it gives us an opportunity to esteem someone, what they're doing. It's, yeah. You don't beat your chest about what you're doing and yeah. uh, all that, but you do esteem others for serving. I yeah. thought, what a beautiful thing that God does. He gathers all the servants. <laughs> and I thought that was the best thing about all the sharing this, this week about yeah. the areas of serving. And, and, uh, and it enables us to esteem others yeah. Yeah. what they're doing. I think that's so important.